Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, uh, welcome back to the Vera Murder Board <laughs> podcast where we investigate what's on Vera's murder board this week. That's not what this podcast is. This is, <laughs> this is Adam Richard has a theory, as I said at the start. Um, and we are going through your comments, your thoughts, your theories, your how you feel about the Day of the Doctor, the 50th anniversary special. Because we're celebrating the 60th anniversary here in the podcast all year, I'm just not going to stop. I mean, there's every likelihood that I'll still be talking about this in 2024. Uh, <laughs> your reactions to the entire year. <laughs> the 60th anniversary for all of 2024. Look, let's not get get crazy. I mean, 2024, there's going to be a new series. So those reactions will be obviously be pulled off till 2025. Um, so Kim <laughs> has messaged through. Um, bless her. She's just been taking notes on her notes app and just tweeted them at me. I love you, Kim. Adorable. Um, like a celebrity. Remember when celebrities went through that phase of like they'd write something in their notes app? And then they'd just post that to Instagram, like, you know, so no one could kind of copy and paste their words and put it in the newspaper. Like, they're making journos have to type it out longhand. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Make the journos do some work. Um, <laughs> but Kim says, uh, the round things, I love the round thing. Great. That was so cute when the 10th Doctor was like, no, oh, I love the round things. It's like, well, then why did you get rid of them? Why did you go with hexagons? I mean, they were round in the middle, I suppose. Um uh, she said the Black Archives have River's shoes from the time of angels. Oh, I didn't notice that. I know everyone talks about that. And that's what I, I was very distracted by the Vera murder board of companions. So you can understand why I missed the shoes because they were probably in the foreground. <laughs> I was very busy concentrating on blurry pictures on a pin board in the background and wondering if Vera was going to come over and uh, shut it up. Um, great men are forged in fire. It's the privilege of mess- lesser men to light the flame. 
great dialogue, which I mucked up there, and John Hurt did not. Uh, yeah, that was... It's like, Stephen Moffat has written a cracker of a script here. Like, he's just given everyone something to do. Everyone gets some decent dialogue. Like... It's really, uh, it's you can see why everyone was like, oh, this is the best one ever. Um, and watching it again, it really does still hold up. It's still fun. Although apparently I was uh, talking to a fan the other day who <laughs> was talking about, apparently there, was, there were complaints about um, David Tennant's hair in... <laughs> in Day of the Doctor not being sticky up enough. And it's like, dude, like... It's just hair. <laughs> like, he's turned up. He's done He's done more than Christopher Eccleston. Stop complaining. This is the thing about Doctor Who fans. We just complain about everything. It's, it's, I, yeah, I kind of, you know, one of the reasons I get so kind of positive and excited about things is that I've loved this show since I was a little kid. Uh, and now here I am at 50-something years old. All right, 52. Don't rub it in. Um... <laughs> Here I am in my 50s and it's still on TV and I get still excited about it. And I think about, um, I was I was talking to the guys from the Sirens of Audio the other day uh, about the show, um, the Doctor Who show, and saying, you know, the reason I get so positive and so excited about everything that ever happens is I think about... I read this article about um, the movie Steel Magnolias once, which had, you know, Sally Field and Shirley MacLaine and Olympia Dukakis and Julia Roberts, um, Daryl Hannah, huge cast. Uh, and apparently there was a lot of uh, sniping about who had, you know, the best trailer and why weren't they, why was the catering all wrong and everything. And, that, you know, things were delayed, things were going slow as happens on movie sets. There's a lot of sitting around. Um, and Julia Roberts said she went up to Dolly Parton at one point who was just sitting there patiently and she's like, why aren't you getting annoyed like everyone else is? And Dolly was just like, you know, I grew up really poor. Um, I always was fascinated by the movies. I thought they were exciting and a magical place. And, you know, now that I'm here making one, I'm not going to complain about it because here I am somewhere I've always wanted to be. And... I've always thought that that was an attitude that really kind of spoke to me as, you know, I grew up poor like Dolly. Um, <laughs> so I just was like, oh, okay, that's that's a, a, a wonderful attitude to have. And so that's my attitude towards Doctor Who. It's like, you know, it was not on for a long time. And I was, you know, a teenager when it went off air. Like, I think I was maybe 19, 20. I can't remember. When, when did it go off air? It was like 89. Yeah, I just finished year 12. Um, so, you know, for I, I remember a time where there was no Doctor Who and it was kind of disappointing. And the fact that it's back on now is exciting. And I kind of don't want to... I don't want to go back to those days where I complained about it all the time um, and be that person that's negative about it. So, if you're wondering why I'm always ridiculously excited about everything... That's why, because I remember a time when there was no Doctor Who and, you know, and I, you know, I do believe that there are some people who wish it was the wilderness years so they could, <laughs> they could be in charge of Doctor Who with their deranged fan projects. Um, they're all delightful. I love all the fan projects, but some of them are delightfully unhinged. Um, uh, and uh, Kim also says all 13 and those eyebrows. Yes. Amazing. 
Tom Baker, and in years to come, you might find yourself revisiting a few, but just the old favourites. Oh, and then she said, Capaldi and Tennant. Um, it's just, oh, it's so good. Uh, so much fun. Um, there are so many emails, like so much. I, I don't know if I'm going to get through them all in this episode. We'll have to go into next week. <laughs> the day of the doctor is going to take up the whole of the 60th anniversary. <laughs> um Earth 2 Peter has said uh, he's got a few things. There's the Irish guy in the gallery. Oh, I thought he was Scottish. Um, McGillop. (laughs) Oh, he's got a name. (laughs) I'm bad with accents and also names. Um, Thank you, Earth 2 Peter, for for correcting me on my uh, crazy. Oh, speaking of being corrected, um, I did get a message through, I think, from James telling me that I... (laughs) I misspoke uh, or I misidentified the hosts of Radio Free Scarrow as American when they are, in fact, Canadian. Look, they were North American. (laughs) I didn't say they they were from the United States, did I? I just said American, which could be North or South American. It was a generic. I didn't. That's not what I meant at all. But, um, you know, that's my theory. My own, my own mistake. Anyway, they're Canadian, um, and it's a great podcast. I was talking to some people the other day about it, and uh, you know, some people said, "Oh, I started listening to it." But yeah, the interview with Chris Chibnall was so so fun. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> McGillop, the Irish dude. Oh my god. Um, Peter says he doesn't clock what the problem is with the statues, despite being part of unit. Is that a form of racism that we've all ignored? There are so many jokes about the Irish being stupid. I just didn't expect it in Doctor Who. <laughs> I wonder if this is maybe an effect of getting your mind wiped every time you go to the Black Archive and he's just, you know, so he's he's now forgotten how dangerous things can be. It's like, yeah, I know I'm in unit, but I've forgotten stuff. Um, speaking of the mind wipe, uh, Peter says, in this special, Atkins has been in the Black Archive for 10 years. And he says now it's 20 years uh, if he appears in the special this year. If he gets his mind wiped every day, does he still serve Queen Elizabeth II? Oh, my God. <laughs> What does he think when someone says, God save the king? Does he think they've all made a silly mistake? Does he think Tony Blair is still the Prime Minister? How many family birthdays can't he remember? At least he has an excuse for forgetting his anniversary. <laughs> I agree. There are many holes with this part of the plot. Yeah, I like to imagine that there's just it just like edits out the daytime. Like he still remembers nighttime. He just, you know, sometimes you go to work and you come home. It's like, I don't remember what I did today. <laughs> No idea. It's wiped out of my brain. And then you get to work the next day and you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly where I'm up to. It's like you you compartmentalise your own uh, psyche so that you kind of can deal with stuff. A bit like Severance. Like if you watch the TV show Severance, that is a great show. Um, but that's, that's, I guess, what it would be like for this guy. Like he goes home at nighttime and doesn't remember the daytime. Oh, my God. That's exactly what it's like. It's like Severance. Oh, Stephen Moffat was ahead of the curve again, It's except it was a throwaway line and not an entire series on Apple+. Plus. Um, 
Peter also says uh, about watching it in 3D, I just returned to Australia after m- moving uh, from the UK a month before this aired and my family and I saw it on iView live at 6am or whatever it was in Adelaide time. <laughs> and then my niece and nephew said we have fish fingers and custard for breakfast. Oh, my God, which isn't as terrible as you think. That is gorgeous. A week later, I went to the cinema with my niece and nephew and my brother-in-law, which was great. The pre-episode extras were wonderful, especially the bit with the... Uh, 10 and 11 saying there may be Zygons in the cinema. Yes! The only way to tell was to look at everyone with your 3D glasses on. And if their left eye is black, then they're a Zygon. Um, And with the modern 3D glasses, they've got different polarity in each eye. So, of course, everyone's left and right eyes were black. Um, A clever bit of fiction and technology to get everyone in the Doctor Who mood. Oh, Peter, thank you. He said there was so much good comedy between the multiple Doctors. Firstly, between 10 and 11. uh, Then those two and the War Doctor. They're not sand shoes. Yes, they are. Uh, Stephen Moffat must have had a lot of fun writing this one. Um, Towards the end, when the three Doctors are walking out of the 3D painting called No More or Gallifrey Falls and Clara follows them, she needs to climb out of the frame. I don't know who it is, but can we give a shout out to the most obvious hand actor there is for that shot? It's clearly not Jenna Coleman's hand, but it was felt necessary to put it in the episode. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, All right, we will wrap up there and continue uh, with Peter's email. Um, I've got one from Paul uh, Rob slash Bert has been very active on the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook page. You can get on there too. Let me know what you think about the Day of the Doctor. (laughs) 